Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Uh, special Droid Life episode 95 today it is uh, October 2nd. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here from Droid Life. So this was a huge week uh, for Android enthusiasts. Well, just tech in general, obviously, for us, because we're Android enthusiasts. Google held its first sort of product event in a couple of years, I think since the uh, Nexus 7 2013. So well over two years, and they announced a bunch of stuff. New Nexus phones, a new Chrome uh, Pixel C tablet, new Chromecast with a Chromecast audio. They told us when Marshmallow is coming, uh, family plan with play music. Like, they just, it was crazy. As we're watching this just over hour, maybe hour and a half event, I mean, they just kept going. Here's a new thing. Here's a new thing. Here's There's new photos, features, and stuff like that announced, all sorts of stuff. So we're going to get into all of that individually, uh, but we also got news on Marshmallow updates for Motorola phones and some probably pretty bad news there. Um, I reviewed the Moto 360 second gen. Tim reviewed the OnePlus 2. I have a Gear S2 on wrist. Uh, Tag Heuer's watch is coming. There's a new LG flagship phone and an LTE watch. HTC has a One event coming up. T-Mobile had a giant data breach. Like there, There's so much stuff going on this week. It's crazy. We're going to try to get through it all. Some of it might be quicker than we would like, but let's uh, obviously start with the Nexus stuff. So sort of as a recap, we got a Nexus 6P, which is made by Huawei. No surprise there. We got a Nexus 5X made by LG. No surprise there. Uh, they went up for pre-order already. Uh, Marshmallow rolls out next week to select Nexus phones and tablets. So the Nexus 5, 6, 7, 2013, 9, and player, right? So no 4, 7, 2012, or 10. Those three aren't getting it. Uh, Chromecast and Chromecast Audio. So we got Chromecast, new form factor, same $35 price, but we also got Chromecast Audio, which attaches to speakers, and we'll get more into that in a second. A Pixel C tablet. So it's not an Android. Well, it's a running Android, but it's technically a Chromecast Pixel-related tablet. It's really weird. We'll talk about that too. Uh, Google Play Music Family Plan. That's pretty self-explanatory, and we'll get there. Uh, and then the actually the Android team who worked on the Nexus devices did a Reddit AMA, so we'll maybe talk some more about that. But uh, you want to start with 6P? This is kind of the flagship big dog, right? Since it is the flagship, I think we should talk about the Nexus 5X first. Oh, you want to start there and then go big guy? Yeah. Okay. Save right. the best for last. Sorry. The best for last. <laughs> so, okay, so Nexus 5X, is uh, it's official. It's announced. It starts at 379 yeah so 379 bucks gets you the lg nexus 5x uh that's a 16 gig if you want 32 gig you got to pay 50 bucks more so 429 it's available for pre-order now and it's shipping at some point later this month we don't have a specific date uh so you know google's kind of running with this as everyone loved the original nexus 5 it was everyone's favorite nexus phone they've been asking for us to basically make a new version and google listened and they actually made a new version and then upgraded it. So it is, well, it has a 5.2 inch LCD, has a fingerprint sensor on the back, runs Android 6.0 Marshmallow, obviously, uh, has a Qualcomm Snapdragon 808, which is the same processor that's in the Moto X Pier. It has a 12.3 megapixel rear camera. And uh, Google's really excited about this camera. Same thing in the Nexus P because it has bigger micron pixels and can capture more light. And they left out OIS because they thought their bigger micron pixels made up for the fact that it doesn't have OIS. It has a 2,700 milliamp hour battery with fast charging and a USB type C port, no wireless charging, uh, two gig of RAM, 
and it comes in three colors, white, blue, which is kind of like a minty bluish green or black. And I believe that's it. Uh, fingerprint sensor on the back. I mentioned that. So what do you think about it? Well, I think, you know, it's definitely, it's price right. I think they, they nailed that aspect of it. So good, good starting price, decent specs. I mean, no one should be turned away just from on paper. I mean, if you want, I mean, this is really the Nexus 5 reborn with, you know, upgraded specs, which is what everyone wanted. I guess with regard to the Nexus 6P, it's definitely not as premium feeling. I mean, I didn't get to go hands-on. I know you did. And at least in my opinion, when, you know, you're taking pictures or you were doing the video, the, the device looks sort of cheap and plasticky. And, you know, it, we throw words around like premium and all this stuff. But it does make a big difference when you're holding, you know, a few hundred dollar smartphone and it feels like you could maybe snap it in your hand. Or if you drop it, it's just totally going to bust versus a phone that has a metal build and glass and all this nice stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a nice phone that comes running marshmallow and has good specs. But at the same time, I feel like I wish they would have kind of updated the build quality, I guess you could say. Although, again, I didn't get to touch it in hand. But I know you did say it was light, um, much like the Nexus 5, which was super light. And that was a good phone. But I guess I was just hoping for a little bit more, you know. And and we've seen this phone leak now for so long. You know, it was kind of upsetting that there was no real surprises fantastic that we've got usb type c with fast charging something that the OnePlus two did not provide super downer with no wireless charging no expandable storage i mean there are some things missing um but i mean it's a good package and what for that starting price of three 379 379 yeah i mean that doesn't seem too bad although at least from what i've seen on the site people are loving that huawei 6p so they are and rightfully so. So uh, to your comments about it being plastic and cheap. So I picked, I, I held all three. I held the like bluish one, the white one and the black one. And it just, it, it feels kind of plasticky. Um, it's, it's not that it doesn't feel good. It's just that, well, definitely when you come from, like I was, I brought with me to the event, you know, Moto X Pure edition, it's got a metal frame, that really nice textured soft back. Um, you know, we've, we've held recently the Note 5 and all the S6s, and they're all metal and premium and glass, so you just get that feel. So the best way I can describe the 5X is it feels like the original 5, like the Nexus 5. It, it seriously feels just like that. So it's got that, it's definitely plastic, and you know. And I don't want to say it feels bad. Like, it just, I think probably because at this point we're so used to everybody putting a metal frame and stuff that it just feels that way, and maybe my comments were taken a little crazy because I called it plastic and kind of cheap. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm so used to holding metal premium phones that I was maybe a little shocked or something. I don't know. It, I don't want to like turn everyone off by like, that's ah, a cheap ass plastic phone. I'm still probably going to use it a lot because I like the size of it, but yeah, it doesn't have that feel that we're starting to get accustomed to. I mean, let's just be real. Everything you've said in the past two weeks, everyone has taken out of context and is going crazy over. So this is, this is actually very true. Yeah. <laughs> you just need I'm to stop hating. A person <laughs> yeah. Stop hating on cheap plastic phones. How dare you? Not that the Nexus 5X is cheap and plastic, right. but it is cheaper and it is made of plastic. So really, yes. you're, just, you're just calling it like you see it, right? Yeah. But, you know, the, the price there... 
it's it's three seventy nine, right? So I, I get that the storage is a little low and there's no wireless charging. Um, but like Google said, we didn't use wireless charging because it's slow, and they didn't. You know, Samsung has a couple of phones with fast wireless charging. There, there, there's two phones, right? So maybe Google doesn't even have access to that technology. Anyways, they said we didn't use wireless charging because it has fast charging. So it has fast charge, and they said it's better than wireless charging. So why not just fast charge it? And it's easy because it's it's a USB Type C cable. You can just flip over and whatever. It's it's super easy charging. We didn't want to use wireless charging. Um, overall, like I like it. Like you know, it's plastic and it feels plastic, but like it's the phone. I still uh, I don't even know if I can say this with a straight face. I want it to be the phone that I'm so excited about because it's smaller. But dude, that's six P. That 6P. Should we talk about the 6P? We could just kind of wrap all this together. But yeah, uh, absolutely. 6P. Okay, so 6P, uh, as a recap, also announced obviously same day, made by Huawei. And it, you know, it's it's the flagship. It's got a metal body and it's got chamfers and it's got that look like you hold it in your hand and it feels super premium. Uh, it's got a 5.7 inch quad HD AMOLED and it's a Samsung display, so it's a good display. It's got a Qualcomm Snapdragon 810, which we don't know if that's going to be good or bad. You know, hopefully Google's guys are smart enough that they can tune that thing so it's not melting people's faces. It's got the same cameras, the Nexus 5X, so they do have the same camera. It has a couple of different new features just because the Snapdragon 810 can handle that, whereas the 5X's 808 can't. But it's at the same 12.3 megapixel with the bigger 1.55 micron pixels. Has a pretty big 3450 milliamp hour battery. It's also got the fast charging via USB Type C, no wireless charging, three gig of RAM, 3264, 128 gig storage options, and fingerprint sensor on the back. And uh, it's sweet. And so starting price, $499. Uh, then from there it goes, I should have the pricing right in front of me. It goes $499, Just go up by 50 bucks. Yeah, so five forty nine, and then if you jump all the way to one hundred twenty eight gig, it's six forty nine. So even at one hundred twenty eight gig, this phone is still cheaper, basically, than like the cheapest iPhone six or six plus, which is kind of nice. Yeah, but those have Force Touch. So oh my god, Force Touch! Like yeah. every other Android phone already pretty much has. Um, force Touch is uh, Force <laughs> Force Touch. Force Touch is much different than long pressing, though. So yeah. just up. anyway. Okay kind of uh so it's full on like premium device and mm. it, it feels good in hand so i'm sitting there you know using both right and i'm holding the nexus 5x which is the phone i had already told myself months ago that I, it's the phone i'm going to use because it's a smaller phone it's a return to the nexus 5 and then there's the nexus 6p in my other hand it's got this big ass display and you know my thoughts on giant phones and i'm just going dude, this thing feels good. Like it, like it has that, like when the, when the one M seven first came out and everyone was just blown away by its metal build and all that stuff. That's what this phone feels like. Like it's just got that quality to it. And, uh, it, yeah, it's pretty sweet. So what were you thinking on the six P? Mm, six P is a fantastic way for Huawei to really break into the U S market. I think that if they wanted to get a bit of recognition for how well they can create a device, this is like the best way they could do it. You know, teaming up with Google and saying, yo, let us get our hardware into the hands of a thousand U S people who buy Nexus phones. And they're going to see how great we can make some hardware. So good on them for making a phone that people actually want to buy. Um, 
In terms of the specs, everything looks real good. I'm really excited about the camera. Same camera that's found in the Nexus 5X. So anyway, you know, whether you get the 5X or the 6P, you're going to be hopefully getting a pretty darn good camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like DxOMark or whoever that um, decided, you know, they ranked it at number two uh, mm-hmm. after what the Galaxy S6 Edge in terms of the camera. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really exciting. We've never really had a Nexus phone that can, you know, shoot superior images. Right. So that's definitely a bonus. Um, I'm really excited because I remember a long time ago, you were like, I'm going to go 5X. That's the phone I want. And I was like, all right, sounds like a plan. I wasn't really too sure about the 6P, but after seeing the videos, seeing all the colors and all that, I mean, it looks like a really good phone. So I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on it. Um, it. It's kind of a downer that it, it's great that they opened up pre-orders that same day, but at the same time, you wish they would have shipped sooner because now people are, um, they have enough time to decide if they want to go 6P or 5X or Moto X Peer Edition or maybe wait, you know, for LG to see that V10 device and all that. So now there's a lot of options. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been great if uh, Google said, you know what, pre-order start today and it starts shipping next week, not mm-hmm. a month from now. That might have right. really helped, I think, you know, at least boost sales. Again, we don't really know how much Google cares about sales of Nexus right. devices, but at the same time, at least from our perspective, the more devices you sell is a good thing. Yeah. So to help with that, maybe it would have helped. But uh, I'm excited. It looks like a really great phone. Fantastic display from what I saw. Oh, it is using Samsung's latest AMOLED panel, which we learned from the Nexus AMA on Reddit. Yeah. So should be a beast. I mean, the Snapdragon 810, it's not a bad processor when it's um, what underclocked, I think. And <laughs> yeah, it has a few tweaks made to it. So this is the what version, version 2.1 of the 810. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same version, I think, that everyone runs. It's We just hope that Google actually knows what they're doing with it, unlike, you know, I'm Sony sure. and I'm sure everyone else and HTC. So. Right. I'm, the phone's not going to burn your face off or anything yeah. like that. I so. wouldn't think so. Yeah, from the... Sorry, you were just saying? It's a nice-looking device. And then, you know, there was there was some worry about the hump up top, you know, where the camera module is. Right. And it's actually not that bad. And I know a lot of people were throwing giant fits when early pictures leaked and stuff like that. It's not really that bad. And, you know, Google, Google actually talked about the fact that we tried to put in – so they basically put in a camera module or camera sensor that was meant for point-and-shoot cameras. So it's huge. Like, that's why the Nexus 5X also has a hump because – they had to put in this giant camera sensor. So it's, uh, it's, it's not that bad. And, and look, it hopefully, you know, there's some benefits there. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I hope the camera's good because Nexus phones, they need a good camera. I mean, Google is always touted how much they love photos and people sharing photos, but you couldn't do that type of stuff on an older Nexus device because the photos were crap. <laughs> right. So now, hopefully, um, we can get a device that's fantastic. I mean, the fingerprint readers seem good. They seem fast in your videos. I mean, you just put your finger on there and they unlock. So it's not crazy like iPhone 6S fast, but fast enough. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely faster than my iPhone 6. Mm. Uh, Which isn't even that fast, to be honest. Like right, yeah, I mean, the iPhone 6 fingerprint sensor, I used to think it was good. And, uh, like, we were comparing it at one point to the Galaxy S6's fingerprint sensor. And the, the iPhone 6 fingerprint sensor is actually slow as hell. Like, right. I, I get frustrated when I use it. Obviously, Samsung's are really fast. The OnePlus 2 has a really fast one. Um, yeah, Google's are nice because they're on the back. Um, so they're not 
embedded in a giant button on the front of the phone and they're hopefully in a spot where you pick up your phone and put your finger. Um, but yeah, you don't have to touch anything. You can just put your finger, you don't have to touch a button. I should say you can just put your finger on that sensor. It'll wake the phone and unlock it. So it's, it's good implementation. Hopefully it's in the right spot though, where your finger actually does rest. I mean, we shall say, I mean, if the Moto X Pure Edition and the, all the Moto Xs, I mean, that would be kind of where it is. And I always find myself with the index finger on, on that, on that dimple, even on the ne- Nexus six, I find my finger resting on that dimple all the time. So fantastic design, Google. I hope it's great. We'll see it in real we'll world usage soon. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked in the chat, what color are you going with on the six P? And so we've had some people ask this. So it comes black in white, black. Yeah, it comes in white or like a, yeah, a black charcoal or aluminum actually calling it aluminum. I wonder if that's a, a knock at John, at Johnny Ive. It's gotta be. And um, then the black is a graphite, I believe, is what they're okay. in, not yeah. charcoal. So it's not pure black, but yeah, it's like a charcoal graphite dark. Uh, that's a tough question. They all look pretty cool. So the really dark one, the graphite, I mean, it looks nice. Don't get me wrong. But like, you can't really see the Nexus logo because it's dark enough and it blends what? in, which is probably fine. Uh, I actually like the silver one the best. But the you know the white's clean too. I think I would have gone with the aluminum, but the, I, they all look great. So it's yeah, kind of at, whatever taste is. At the time, the my thought on the process was definitely go black because I don't want to see the black sensor area yeah. at the top back part. I want it to blend in. I just want it to look seamless. Yep. And I was like, you know, I mean, I thought the black Nexus Five looked pretty good, although it was a total fingerprint magnet. Um, yes, it was. I'm excited to see this phone in, in in black from the pictures I saw. I mean, it looks pretty good. So I don't think you can go wrong with any color. I mean, really, if, you're, if your one problem is you've decided what phone you want to get and the only thing left is to, to choose what color, I mean, come on, just just pick one. It doesn't matter. You can always return it and get another one. So right. Go for it. And then the 5X comes in white, black, or that really weird blue color. The blue and, that uh, you love. Although, which yeah, does not was- show up in pictures whatsoever, let's be real. Yeah, in pictures, it just looks like off-white. So um, that's the phone. So we, we have review units coming, but we also ordered uh, one of each. And so I ordered that green, bluish, whatever, just because like it's a random color, and I always order random colored things. So we'll, we'll, we'll get it in person, and I'll have more response to it later. But uh, yeah, whatever, black or white or random greenish color. Yeah, random green. Yeah. So again, they're, they're available for pre-order now. And uh, they should ship, I think they, they said October, so they should be here before November. So, But you could have two to three weeks to go here. Uh, I will say that playing with each of them, they seemed a little buggy. So I get the feeling that they that Google is still fine-tuning some things. Like when I was launching the camera, oh, by the way, they added in Marshmallow a new quick launch action for launching the camera and the power button or lock button. You basically just press it twice, sort of like Samsung's double tap on the home button, and that launches the camera, and it was fast. But I just you'll see in the videos I did, the hands-on videos, where the camera just comes off a little janky when I launched it a couple of times. So mm-hmm. I get the feeling they're still working out, maybe some bugs. I, I would be shocked if there isn't like a day one update to the phones. Like you basically pull them out of the box and they have an update, but so anyways, they're, they're coming soon. Uh, let's see what else with them. They're, Oh, they're the new project five phones. Well, the Nexus six still works with project five, obviously, but both of these work on project five. No surprise there. Uh, Nexus protect was announced as sort of a new protection plan for them. So when you buy, either the 5X or the 6P, you can 
buy into this Nexus Protect plan, which is 69 bucks for the 5X or 89 for the 6P. So it's kind of a cool thing um, because it offers you two years of coverage for mechanical breakdown, two years of protection for accidental damage. And then if you need to swap a device, you can get it within the next day. What Google didn't mention during their presentation was that there's actually a deductible in there. So if you drop your phone and crack it and you need to get it replaced, that initial like 69 or $89 you paid to buy in, that doesn't just get you. You don't just get a phone. You then still have to pay a deductible, which is 79 bucks per accident. So, Which seems like some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of crappy. And they didn't yeah. really make that known up front. It, we all thought it was like the best deal ever, like 69 bucks. You're just covered for two years, but there's actually yeah. deductibles in there. So, I mean, come on, Google. These things, I mean, let's, these aren't like, you know, new Jordans or anything. I mean, these things will be sitting on shelves. I think they're not going to sell out and go away. They're, they're going to have way tons of inventory. They couldn't just hook a brother up and give a, so. a phone away for 70 Although bucks. I think or, Google probably limits the production of these so that they don't have a bunch just sitting around. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I guess I shouldn't lesson. say that. Cause you look at eBay, like as no, these phones are a year old, you can get it for like the, the Nexus six, you can buy for two ninety nine right now. Yeah. So they're just giving that thing away. Basically. Yeah, but anyways, they they off they're offering this new sort of protection plan if you're interested in. But you can probably go to uh, what's the big phone insurance company, Asurion, probably get the same deal. Square Trade or Square Trade, yeah, eight eight bucks a month. Oh yeah, see, so if you need a protection plan, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Anything else with the new Nexus phones? I mean, they leaked every which way. So we kind of knew exactly what to expect. The big thing was just getting them in hands. We don't have review units yet. Google didn't have that many on hand. So we'll get them soon. Um, And we'll obviously spend tons of time with them because they're the Nexus devices and they're a big deal. You're going to review the 6P, right? I'm going to do the 5X? Correct. I will handle the 6P. I will. um, I mean, that's the one everyone wants to see. So we'll definitely bring you plenty of content. Yeah. I'm excited, probably more excited than I should be for USB type C. I know you've kind of had it on the one plus two, but on the one plus two, you didn't have the full experience, the full fast charging. Oh, speaking of that. So not to just rag on one plus two, cause I'll let you do that lots later, but there's a Snapdragon 810 in that phone, right? right. And it's USB 2.0 with it's shaped like USB type C, right? And we kind of talked about this on the last show. And they obviously chose not to enable quick charging on there because Google on the Nexus 6P and 5X are also using USB 2.0. They just shaped it like USB Type-C, except they actually said, yeah, we want fast charging. So OnePlus just completely screwed up by not adding that on there, uh, which is just ridiculous. Um, So the Nexus phones, same deal. They just have fast charging because they're smart. Um, But one thing to keep in mind is like, we all have to start buying new cables or little adapters and things like that. So I don't know. I'm excited though. I'm excited to just plug phones in. Like if you use an iPhone with a lightning cable, you'd love the fact that you can just like plug it in and never think about it. Anyways, uh, someone asked what storage did we get? Um, the six P I can't remember what I ordered you for the six P did I get 64 gig? I can't remember. Yes, you, uh, yes, you did 64 yeah, gig. Okay. Graphite. So 64 graphite. And then I obviously went 32 gig on the nexus 5x because there's no way i can buy a phone with 16 gig of storage so i think that's about it we did run a poll that asked uh what people are interested in buying of the two phones and uh 53 of our readers said 6p 
people are excited about the 6P. Um, 25% said neither phone and 22% said 5X. So there's some 5X uh, potential owners out there. A lot of people are obviously, or a quarter of our readers are obviously satisfied, but like 53% of our readers are like, yep, buying that 6P, which is kind of a big deal. So kind of crazy numbers there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. You know, Nexus phones are good. I, these these seem like the two best Nexus phones we've had in, in some time. Um, yeah, the, the new Nexus phones always take us into the new year. So, and that you know, the, when we get the new Nexus devices, it's always, um, you know, it's like the holiday time, Halloween's coming, Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's just a good time of the year. So there's always just a good feeling around. Yeah. And then once we get done with these, like the year just dies. Well, then we start the countdown to when everyone's C-E-S. getting marshmallow. C-E- well, yeah, marshmallow will be throughout the holiday. And yeah. then once everyone finds out that marshmallow is buggy and won't roll out until March or something, then it's CES time and then MWC. And then, oh my God, it's just like a never ending cycle. How long before we get to 6.1? <laughs> like, we went from 5.0 to 5.0.1.2 all the way up to 5.1 and then 5.1.1 like within a couple of months, I feel like. Do you think 6.0 is going to be anywhere near as buggy as 5.0? It can't be, right? I'm really surprised they decided to do that and go 6.0. I mean, why not 5.5 or something? I mean, they're kind yeah, I mean, of... The update doesn't seem that big, right? The UI isn't changing. It's not like a big makeover that way, but... Yeah, I mean, Google must feel really confident that they squashed Lollipop's bugs, and there was like such a long list of them, and I still think they're they still exist. So yeah, it must be a big enough update, you know. And they they've sort of said like we're going on a yearly update schedule where we're going to try to announce a new version every single year. So which I guess cool. whether or not it's a giant leap forward or not, I think they're just going to do a new name every year anyway, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, sooner they're going to run out of letters here pretty soon. Anyway, we're we're almost halfway there now, or we are halfway there. Goodness I remember when right we now. were trying to figure out how many letters were in the alphabet, 26 or 27. That was funny. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So Nexus phones, they're coming. You can pre-order them now if you want. Uh, they're selling them through the Google Store now. Uh, who knows if they'll go through Amazon. They're probably going to come to Best Buy eventually. They mentioned during the event that they're going to do some carrier partner stuff, but they didn't have anything to announce there. Mm-hmm. I would imagine T-Mobile will sell these. I don't know if anyone else will, uh, but they do work on every carrier. They're just like the Moto X Peer and last year's Nexus 6. They work on Verizon, Sprint, AT&T, T-Mobile. So should be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was funny. You just mentioned Amazon. I was thinking we haven't gotten to this point and it's way at the bottom, <laughs> but it would be really funny if Amazon banned the sale of <laughs> Nexus phones because they didn't want it to compete with the Fire Phone. <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. Can you imagine the yeah. Fire Phone, which is now officially dead, right? They're not even selling it anymore, are they? They, cut they are it off. like a penny. Like you can get a penny on contract or something. <laughs> For some reason, I thought they like fully cut it off, but maybe not. They might have. I don't know. All right, so moving on in the event, they also announced that Marshmallow 6.0 rolls out next week to Nexus devices. So the Nexus 5, 6, 2013, Nexus 7, the Nexus 9, and the Nexus Player. So if you own a 4, 10, or the original Nexus 7, you're cut off, which is fine. Those phones are old as hell. Like the Nexus 4 is what, three years old, four years old? Three. It's it's pretty old. Um, And so obviously the Nexus 7 2012 is you know, over three years old. And then the Nexus 10 is the Nexus 10 came with the Nexus four, right? So it's, it's pretty damn old too. 
Uh, but yeah, over the air update to the five, six, seven, thirteen, nine, and player next week. So we'll probably get factory images. They'll push okay. code to AOSP. It's going to be a big week. And so the the five X and six P are not coming next week uh, if you ordered them. So uh, everyone else gets it before those even arrive, which is kind of fun. So we'll be flashing that, playing with everything new. Um, Google Now on Tap is out, but which is like kind of one of the big features, but we just showed you guys a video of that on our Nexus 5 running the preview. So that's one of the big features. Otherwise, like we've had developer previews leading up, right? So there's not really like a lot of new stuff. Like when that OTA rolls out next week, there's not really a lot to show everyone because we've kind of been playing with it. But anyways, that comes out next week, which is pretty cool. Yeah, well, thanks to those developer previews. I mean, which I love that Google is doing. I think it really helps, especially in the update process, you know? And the bo- the bog squashing, the bug squashing. Bug squashing. Yeah, too much salted caramel mocha going on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, there's not really much else to say, right, about 6.0 and Marshmallow. They didn't really talk about anything super new. No, they really didn't. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Android imprint or Nexus imprint, whatever the hell they're calling it. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, they're calling the fingerprint stuff Nexus imprint, which I just don't get. You're not imprinting anything. You're just scanning. Yeah. After seeing the Twilight movies, I don't like the word imprint. Oh, God. That's hilarious. (laughs) So, Tim, let me imprint on you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, get away from me, Wolfman. That's hilarious. (laughs) Very odd. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Google announced then after that new Chromecast. So, we got a new Chromecast, which we knew was coming. We've known this thing has been coming for months and months, but they also announced a Chromecast audio dongle. So the new Chromecast, they added five gigahertz Wi-Fi, and they changed the form factor a little bit and introduced colors, which is super silly because like, why does this thing need to be coral and lime green or whatever it is? It's hidden behind a TV. So anyway, you can choose from colors if you want. It's got a new form factor with a cable that kind of like you can move around, and it should be easier to attach to a TV. Um. I mean, like the Wi-Fi upgrade is sort of it, right? Like what else did they change about? I forgot. There's so much going on in my brain right now. Well, yeah, you got the dual band Wi-Fi, which is huge. And it's smart enough to choose between the um, two gig and the five gig, depending on, you know, how strong the signal is. And those things always change inside of a home for some reason. Um, Oh, they added basically full on mirroring finally, right? Yes. Mirroring. They've got that multi-room support. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just sort of like they got the new look and some updated hardware, but really it's kind of all the same. New Chromecast app to go with it. That's right, really fancy new Chromecast app, which is nice. It's fancy, although I will say one thing about the Chromecast app. The Chromecast app should also support Android TV, which it does not. So I have oh. yeah, I have Shield in my home, so that means I, I don't need my Chromecast anymore because if I have Shield hooked up, I just use that for casting. Yeah, But it, the Chromecast app doesn't pick up that I have shield. So that seems weird because you can cast to it. Yeah. That's super yes. odd. Yeah. Very stupid. In that is, that's actually really stupid. I didn't know that. Yeah. Does it work with the Nexus player? You probably don't have one hooked up. Don't have one hooked up. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Well, we need to do sort of a mini review on the new Chromecast app. Cause it's pretty intense update. It's actually usable. It's not just like a spot where you look at what's connected to your, yeah, it's actually quite the intense little app. It is. So it's the new Chromecast is still 35 bucks and you can buy it now and it'll sh- basically ship immediately. Like people ordered it that day that it was announced and they got it, I think the next day, which is kind of nuts. Um, so the other thing then was Chromecast audio. 
And so Google basically created a separate Chromecast that you could hook up to external speakers or your home stereo or whatever, and uh, then play everything sort of like you do through TVs, but you can play audio through speakers and stuff. And uh, they're also going to introduce down the road multi-room support. So it's sort of like Sonos, like you can play a couple of different things in different rooms or all of the same. And, and that should be awesome. Uh, I did hook mine up. I had some Polk audio bookshelf speakers that I haven't used in a while that are hooked up through a DAC and all this stuff. And I hooked the thing up to the DAC and it now it plays instantly. And I had to use a, like a mini toss link cable, an optical digital optical, whatever cable. Um, so not just a standard three and a half millimeter and it works through the Chromecast audio, which is pretty sweet. So mm. I basically revived some speakers that I hadn't really used much in a while. I know you were happy about that. Super happy about that. So it's actually a pretty cool little device. It's also 35 bucks and you can buy it now and it ships now and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, if you have like speakers laying around or a, a, you know, a stereo at home, pick up a Chromecast audio. It's, it's a pretty cool little deal. Especially if you just have like me, a bunch of bookshelf speakers laying around that you're not using. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of it for Chromecast new app, the two new hardware, and you know they're still really affordable and pretty good deals. So, thirty five bucks. Thirty five bucks, good deal. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the Pixel C. So Google announced a new tablet, and it's called the Pixel C, and it's not a part of the Nexus line. It's a part of the Pixel line, and so the Pixel line previously had been associated with um, Chromebooks. Except this is not a Chromebook. It's actually an Android tablet. It's just a part of the Pixel line, which is sort of confusing. Uh, it's pretty high-end, though. Well, it is high-end. It features a 10.2-inch high-res display at 2560 by 1800. Runs an NVIDIA Tegra X1 processor, 3 gig of RAM. Has USB Type-C. Um, it starts at 499 for a 32-gig model and 599 for a 64-gig model and will arrive sometime over the holidays. Uh, but Google's pushing it because it's kind of like a transformer type deal, right? It has a keyboard attachment. That's an additional 150 bucks, which is why this thing starts getting expensive. Uh, but they're really excited about this, uh, this keyboard setup, like keyboard attached to the, to the tablet kind of looks like a pixel. It's that same nice hardware. You know, the pixels are, are really nicely designed laptops or Chromebooks. Uh, and you know, you can adjust the angle of it. If you're looking at it and the keyboard, they talked about how awesome it was. Uh, probably one of the coolest features just for tech nerds out there is if you attach the keyboard to the tablet, uh, like sort of face to face, the tablet actually charges the keyboard, which is pretty cool. That's some fancy stuff. It is pretty fancy. Um, and you know, that's kind of it. Like we haven't really talked a bunch about it on the site because our readers don't really seem to care about tablets all that much anymore. It's a Uh, tablet. Yeah. I mean, every time we write up an Android tablet, no one reads it. And so we just haven't really talked that much about this thing. Um, and this thing is expensive and it's <laughs> kind of just another Android tablet, except it's under the pixel line and price sure. insanely, especially yeah. when you're talking Apple upgrade for memory pricing, like a hundred dollars more like, yeah. Oh my Lord, Google. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't understand that. Um, and look, like a, the keyboard looks cool. And the fact that you can adjust the tilt of the tablet when it's attached to the keyboard and there's magnets involved and charging between the two. And it, like, there's some cool technology here. Don't get me wrong, but it's still an Android tablet. Android tablets just aren't really that great. So. Yeah, but I want it. Look how su- I think it looks so sweet. No, oh, it, it does look super sweet. And yeah. it's like when the new Pixel was announced a few months mm. ago, I wanted to buy it because I was like, this looks so cool. And obviously I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't use it, but... 
I don't know. It's just another Android tablet. It just looks really nice. Yeah, but with that keyboard attachment, I think, you know, if we get it, the the challenge will be to write the full Pixel C review on the Pixel C with the keyboard and all that. I mean, really. such a pain in the ass. The WordPress app is so terrible. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, this is a, it's an Android tablet. And that's really, I think, the problem with Android tablets in general. Like, iPad has so many apps that are just made for the iPad. That actually work properly. That, yeah. That, yeah, that look fantastic, that perform well, made specifically for the uh, iPad. And Android doesn't have that. We have stretching apps that just kind of suck yes they suck (laughs) so and that's been i think the real issue is uh, app support for tablets and while google is trying their best to stay relevant in the tablet game uh i don't know if a 500 dollars pixel tablet is really going to change anyone's opinion on android tablets it looks cool don't get me wrong right it looks dope Right. And I really want that wallpaper. Like, shout out to anyone if you can get it for me. But, I think you can find that on Google Plus, actually. Oh, really good. Because yeah. it looks really good. Um, people are posting it, but yeah. But yeah, moving on. I mean, this thing is spec'd very well. A Tegra X1 with a Maxwell GPU and 3 gigs of RAM. Like, you will not have any performance hiccups on this device for yeah. a couple of years. I'm sure it's a nice tablet. I people And just that display? Tablets. Yeah, 10.2, 256 by 1800. Ah, oh, so many pixels. So many pixels. If I was a human calculator, I still want to be able to calculate that. It's like 500 and some, but whatever. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's that many, actually. Um, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Look, it looks nice. It's a nice tablet, but no one buys Android tablets. And no Neither. one's going to buy a Pixel C tablet that's that expensive because no one even buys the Chromebook Pixel. I mean, Dave people Cobra buy the cheap pixels. Yes, Dave Cover will buy this tablet. No one else will buy this tablet. I'm not trying to just hate on this thing. It's just saying like... It doesn't need to exist is what you're saying. Not really. It's not like inventing new tech or pushing things forward. Like, yeah, the charging of the keyboard thing, that's really cool, but like that's not going to get people to buy it, I don't think. Yeah, anytime a company, Samsung, LG, or whoever, comes out with a new tablet, like it's always cool, but it, it, it's... So not necessary. Yeah. And any type any type of like use case they give for it when they're announcing it, it's like that's not my life. Like I and I'm not going to conform uh, to the man standards just so I can use a device. No thanks. I'm I'm an individual. The Pixel line and especially this tablet, it's like Google figures out some really cool technology tweaks they can make to form factors and stuff. But and they and it's like they really, really, really want to show them off. And so mm-hmm. then they just push out this really expensive new Pixel product, right? Like with the original Pixel, they created this really cool touchpad, and the screen was a touchscreen, even though like who cares if you have a touchscreen? And the design was really sleek. And this thing's the same way. It's got this really nice display. The build quality is awesome. It's got USB Type C. They created this. Like, the, the coolest part about this is the keyboard right? Because the keyboard attaches to the back and the front and it inductive charges and then it can tilt and do all these things. And so the keyboard's actually the coolest part here. But couldn't they have, you know, created a keyboard that attaches to the Nexus 9 like this or something? I don't know. Whatever. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. I just just don't know, like, who's going to buy this thing. And maybe no one needs to. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Again, Google doesn't care if you buy it or not. I mean, you know. yeah. Yeah. So... I still want one, but uh, definitely going to wait for Google just to yeah. send one. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So moving on. So we're still in the event. This is crazy. Um, so Google confirmed a previous leak that there's going to be a family plan for play music finally, which is awesome news. 15 bucks a month family plan. 
think you had the full details on this. Do you want to talk about the family plan? Yeah, pretty straightforward. Six accounts, one plan, $15 a month. And that's it. It rolls out later this year. So you can be excited, but don't okay. be too excited because we don't know exactly when it's coming. Yeah, so that was odd, right? I thought they were going to say this is available in the next update or something. And they Why didn't not today? Say it. Available <laughs> later on, somewhere down the line. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So each account is allowed uh, fifty thousand uh, fifty thousand dollars. There we go with that uh, caramel mocha again. I'm freaking out. Fifty thousand song library, like cloud storage. So everyone gets their own personalized uh, playlists and recommendations. I mean, it's basically it, it's your own account, um, but it's the same plan, which is great because. As we all know, two plans right now would cost you $20 unless you're an early adopter like pretty much everyone here probably at that Google I.O. price of $7.99 a month. So, And when you compare that to uh, what, like Apple Music or Spotify, um, it, it's priced the same as Apple Music. Exactly. Spotify is uh, 20 bucks, I think, or for uh, five people or something. Why I don't are people know. on Spotify again? I've never understood that, to be honest. I've always wanted to ask that, but I don't want people to hate me because I know, I'm, and I, I know the like, Spotify. I don't get it. Everyone just hates everything I say nowadays. That's so true. I'll say, it. what the hell are people doing with Spotify? Like Google Music's awesome, and so is and Apple Music is well, it's it's confusing, but it's there. Like, and it's cheaper. Why are you people are people on Spotify again? <laughs> Start the rage! How dare you, Kellen? Oh, you How dare you, Kellen? Yeah. So biased towards Google Music and Apple Music. You hate anything that's not a Nexus. <laughs> you hate everything that's not a Nexus or a Samsung or a Motorola. They're like the list keeps going anyways. That's a that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But yeah, Spotify, I don't know. I mean, Google Music works great for me. I can understand if you're not uh, on Android. Say if you're on iOS, it makes sense to have Apple Music. I mean, hell, at least you have access to like the Beatles and stuff like that. You know, a lot of music that's not on um, Play Music. And, you know, I'm sorry if you're on Amazon Prime Music because I, I, mean, I just feel bad for you. But Spotify, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, but I don't understand, like, the draw to Spotify. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I, I like being able to upload my own music with Play Music, having it there. Like, I have, um, like, my old band, you know, we never made our CD available um, on iTunes or anything. But, like, I have the physical discs, and so I'm just able to upload it to the computer, put it on the cloud, and now wherever I can go, I can listen to my old music. I mean, it seemed, seems to make more sense to me than Spotify. So everyone who uses Spotify has, like, their own reason and their own opinion on Spotify and why they use it. So if you are a user of Spotify, please reach out to us via email or Twitter and let us know so why the hell you're using Spotify. Like you can write a post for Droid Life on why Spotify is awesome, and I will post it probably. Well, Maybe. a few a few times Ron has talked about Spotify and like what it does. For some reason, I always zone out and I have no idea what I he's think talking. He's also about. an audio user at some point, so you can only take. Like, you can't you can't even like listen to a guy who's using audio. What the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. There's too many music services. That's the problem. And yeah, there really, are. there's only three viable options, which seem to be Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Music. And well, I, I saw a headline this week that said Tidal hit 1 million subscribers this month. Oh, oh yeah. That's bought that's and paid. I'm sure that, yeah. that's all of Jay-Z's accounts. He probably just has a bunch of Jay-Z, ghost he's accounts. He's just creating ghost accounts all day. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doesn't doing. Matter. It doesn't matter to him, right? I mean, Beyonce are just hacking Tidal accounts. Like, yeah. Run up, run up them numbers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, so just kind of to recap or to round up the final <laughs> Google event stuff, the Nexus team did a, a Reddit AMA, 
And so just some things to point out that they didn't mention that you won't find like on the spec sheet or they didn't mention during the event. So as Tim mentioned earlier, the AMOLED paddle on the 6P is a Samsung. Uh, they both use EMMC 5.0 storage. They're USB 2.0. A lot of people thought they were going to be 3.1 with USB Type-C, but they're actually 2.0. Let's see. What else did they say? Uh, that new camera that, you know, it's the same exact camera in each device. It's just the differences you see in terms of features are just because one's running a Snapdragon 810, which can do like 240 frames per second slow-mo and the 808 can't. Uh, oh, so the X in 5X stands for, well, it looks cool and it just reminds Google of the core of the Nexus brand which if you look at the word Nexus, the X in the middle is right in the middle, if that makes sense. And Nexus 6P, the P is actually for premium. Uh, that seems like such a cop-out to me. Like, <laughs> the there's no way the P, you know, on the, oh. the P stands for premium. Like, what? Come it's, on. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of a lame one. Yeah, you could have done better than that. Yeah, why don't you just call it Nexus 6 2015? I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. Um, let's see. They're working with T-Mobile to get band 12 LTE up on both by a ship date for those who care. Band 12. Yeah. Um, that's kind of it. I mean, there's some other details in there, but we don't really need to walk through them all on air. You can go read that post. We did a recap of it. So yeah, we're going to have to start hammering through this stuff. Yeah, we are. Okay. So that's it. Google Nexus event. Any last thoughts there? We obviously have review units coming, uh, marshmallow next week, which is awesome. Play music is awesome, but the family thing's not here yet, and we don't know when. So, oh, Chromecast. So we have the Chromecast. We got them at the event. I've been playing with the Chromecast audio. I'll probably do a quick review on that. It's pretty simple. And the new Chromecast, it's a new form factor with better Wi-Fi connectivity, and that's kind of it. But we'll try to do some sort of review on that. It's just kind of hard to review new Chromecast. Not much has really changed except the app. So Mm -hmm. anyways, that's pretty much it, right, for Google event? Yeah, I'm so happy it took place. I'm so happy no natural disaster occurred. Seriously. Thank you, Google. All right, so quickly, Motorola announced today that oh, wow. uh, it's 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 list of phones that are getting Marshmallow. So they also didn't commit, right? They wouldn't fully commit to a time frame. They just said, we're going to make sure it's done right. Because last year, they tried to be all fast, and they pushed out the first build of 5.0 Lollipop, and it was a disaster. So... <laughs> yeah, so all of lollipop you. you hate lollipop so much not that i blame you but yeah uh so pure edition or so moto x pure edition from this year is obviously getting it and the style and the play because they're all brand new and the new moto g third gen uh and then the t- this is where things get a little scary so the moto x pure edition from last year which is the second gen that's getting it the moto x second gen in latin america europe and asia is as well as is the 2014 Moto G and Moto G with LTE, the Droid Turbo, the Moto Max, which none of you own because it's a Chinese phone, the Moto Turbo, which none of you own because that's a Latin American phone, and the Nexus 6, which is obvious. So there's some things missing there, right? Like uh, all the Moto, like all the Moto E's, even though a couple of them are pretty damn new, they're not on this list. And then the big one is, and was sort of confirmed if you will for now um, by motorola's forms manager is the verizon and at&t moto x second gen so those phones are 13 months old i believe barely a year old and motorola's forums manager matt matt's become famous for saying stuff on the forums that pisses people off um he said no they're not getting the upgrade to android 6.0 marshmallow we're talking phones that are a year old 
and people are pissed. And they should be really pissed if that's true. <laughs> and so, by the way, we've reached out to Motorola to get official word there. Not that we don't trust what Matt's saying in the forums, but I don't. he is the forum guy. And uh, Matt's said some things here and there that haven't always you know, been completely true. So we're reaching out for official word. And once we have it, we'll obviously share that with you. But dude. it's a, it's offensive. I mean, it, I couldn't think of a, a, a better way. Say if you don't want to sell any more phones, like this would be the way to do it. Like sell a flagship device on two of the largest carriers in America and then just cut support entirely after a single year. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like, say if Apple did that, like, okay, hey, you bought an iPhone. But if you bought it on Verizon or AT&T, you will not receive any other updates after one year. I mean, that 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 seems like some bullshit. Just it's, hate to say it, but I mean, that really sucks. So we're, we got to wait on Motorola to confirm, though. I mean, I'm not going to... Try not I, to get too freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so Matt was extremely... Uh, he was very... I keep saying he was very intentional with his words. I mean, he made it very clear. Verizon and AT&T not getting it. Yeah. But how is that possible? Like, I don't see... I mean, Motorola does so little to the system. They're even doing less now because Marshmallow comes native with all these other, you know... Um, features the removing assist removing migrate removing connect chrome extensions i mean how hard could it be to just push out marshmallow it's basically aosp so yeah, it's bad they obviously just don't want to deal with carriers anymore they must have had such a terrible um lollipop. experience with lollipop and the carriers that i they clearly don't want to deal with it anymore and who knows if it's like lenovo saying we just don't give a shit because these are older phones and we're moving forward um and they've obviously made a ton of cuts in terms of employment and staff. So they maybe don't want to even support it, but talk about bad form. I mean, like a phone that's a year old and you're not going to give it a major update. Um, you know, most phones generally get anywhere from 18 to 24 months of, you know, support on big, for big updates. And we're talking 13. That's terrible, dude. That's bad, bad Motorola. Yeah, not cool, bro. Not cool. Um, like you said, bad form, Motorola. We've seen a lot of bad form this weekend or this week, and Motorola might be taking the cake today um, with that announcement. Well, semi-announcement. Uh, again, I'm, I'm going to try not to freak out because, you know, we, of course, named the Moto X 2014 as the device of the year. And, there, I mean, there's just no way that... Um, Retracting that now. No you more. Ha- you have to. That back. You have to yes. because you can't have someone go buy that phone and then they're stuck on Lollipop, like the jankiest build ever released. So that's not so, cool. So hey, bad, dude. Even if you don't want to mess with the OTAs, can't you somehow make it possible to where you upload, you know, um, some firmware or something where people can install it on their own? Like if they unlock the bootloader or something? I mean, come on, Moto. If you don't want to mess nice. with Verizon or AT&T, there's got to be a way around it. Um, if people don't care about their warranties, or maybe you just uh, you recommend to people to unlock their phones. Here, here's the way you're going to unlock the bootloader and all that. Because I know Motorola has been pretty strict about that stuff in the past. But here, we'll give you the keys. You know, to unlock. If you don't care about your warranty, we'll we'll upgrade you to Marshmallow, like stock vanilla, like no Moto stuff. But here it is, if you want it. I mean, there's just got to be a workaround, or they're going to see all this backlash, and people are going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. They're going to be outside of uh, Matt, the forum manager's house with pitchforks and torches lit. 
And they're, they're going to say, okay, fine. We'll dedicate a team of five engineers to get Marshmallow up on these two variants. It might take us eight months, but yeah, we'll get there. Exactly. I mean, this part like consulting is like the Troy Turbo is getting it. And it was released only like a month or so later. And it's right. clearly Verizon saying, no, we're only committing to the Turbo. We don't care about your old Moto X and Lenovo and Motorola going, whatever. Like fight for us, Moto or something. Like, no, man. Bad. No, they, they, don't have, they don't have to fight for us, unfortunately. They've already got the money. So I guess, I guess so. Moto sold out. Well, that's terrible news. Well, we'll we'll update you guys obviously on the situation there. Yes. Uh, all right, moving along quickly. I reviewed the uh, Moto three sixty second gen today. Nice. Uh, yeah, really nice watch. Uh, let's see. The basic rundown is this. The full review is at the site if you want to read it. But uh, basically, Motorola, you know, tweaked the design slightly, added lugs, and there's now two case sizes. It's just, I think, overall value for a smartwatch. This is probably the best value just because, you know, you can customize it to look however you want. And it's, you know, tops out, I think, around, like, think if you went 46 millimeter gold everything and a gold band, I think it's like 450 tops. And with the Huawei watch, which is arguably its its biggest competition, uh, the all gold version of that's like $800. So, Um, it's just cool that you can choose a size that fits your wrist, then you can customize it. And in some situations, you're not even going to pay anything more while customizing it, which is cool. But if you want to, you can, um, you know, they upgraded the processor. It's no longer janky and slow. The battery life I got with this thing is kind of insane. Like I went the first three days with always on mode and I couldn't kill it. Like I went to bed and it's still like 50%, which is, which is pretty damn good. Um, and then I went with always, always on mode off for a while. And I'm telling you, this thing could last like three days. I think maybe not with the heaviest of use, but I just use it for checking notifications and it just keeps going and going and going. It sound, it reminds me a lot of the Huawei watch, um, yeah. the review, my review of that will be coming out, um, early next week. And I mean, the battery life is good. I think these companies actually figured it out yeah. and how to make Android wear last longer than half a day. Yeah. For Which sure. Is major. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if, if you're interested in a smartwatch, um, I, I, I would say for sure the Moto 360 would be an excellent buy. Um, I think you should go put the Huawei watch on your wrist too and just figure out which one, you know, watches are just one of those things. You need to try them on. Do they fit well? Do you, do you like the look of them on your wrist? All of that stuff. Uh, and it's either this or the Huawei watch. Uh, well, I mean, I do have the Gear S2 on and I'm actually really liking it so far. I've only had it on for a couple hours, so don't like get obsessed about that, but, um, you can't, I just, I don't think you can go wrong with the new Moto 360. I don't think you can go wrong with a Huawei watch either, but just the idea of customizing this and, and all the upgrades they've done, they did a really nice job with it. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And yeah, Tim will have his Huawei watch review up soon. So if you're kind of deciding between the two and you want to wait for that review, it should be up early next week. Yay. Uh, speaking of things you did review one plus two review, you want to talk about the one plus two? Not particularly, but thanks for asking. Um, one plus two, you know, it's a good, it's a good phone. I think there was just really some downsides. Um, display, I didn't find all too good. Camera, uh, I did not find all too good. Um, and let's see, no NFC was sort of like my underlying tone of the whole review. I mean, this could be a good phone. It's just not what it was hyped up to be. I mean, they're, they're calling it a 2016 flagship killer. So not only does it need to be one of the best phones this year, it also needs to be one of the best phones next year. And with mobile payments, you know, 
in the driver's seat right now and just flying with Android Pay and all that. I mean, there's just no way this phone can stand the test of time. So it's not future-proofed. It's got USB Type-C. So, yeah, it is reversible, but no fast charging, no quick charging, no wireless charging. Uh, like, what the hell? It's sort of, It's like a really boring device. It's got the fingerprint scanner, but there's no point because it doesn't have mobile payments. So it, it's there for the security measure, but yeah, it doesn't have that added mobile payment piece to it, which is kind of why everyone's doing fingerprint scanners, right? Yes. Fingerprint scanners really helps. You know, you can just do that and get your payment over with. Now I have to do this just to unlock the phone or, you know, I can if I want or not, but it's sort of useless if there's no mobile payments, at least in my opinion. Um, other than that, you know, build quality is good. Uh, I really, that's, that's kind of it. Like I said, I mean, it's a boring phone. Like it's it got, seems like kind of an unremarkable phone. Yes. Yeah. Completely unremarkable. I think for that price, um, what is it? 329 for the 16 gig. Yeah. 16 gig. And then 379.99 for 64 gig. I think it's 389. 389. Okay. I think for $10 more at 399, you got to go pure edition. Yeah, I mean, that for sure. You're definitely, you're getting the QHD display, NFC, you can customize it. Fast I mean, charging. yeah, and again, my opinion, some people, some people were just calling me out, you know, saying clearly I was not paid enough by OnePlus. I didn't write enough good things about it or something. Uh, I'm sorry that the phone is boring. They have kind of a rabid fan base. And if you talk trash about the OnePlus 2 or not say that it's the greatest thing ever, they will attack you. Oh, yeah. You know, and I guess I should, I need to clarify one thing. Um, in the in the USB section, I put that it was like the not so good, but that was my opinion. You know, coming from you know, I only use right now all my phones. None of them have USB Type C, and the OnePlus Two was the first one. And I don't have one of those adapters. I wasn't going to go out and purchase an adapter for a phone that I knew I was only going to use for a week or two. Um, that allows me to go from micro USB 2.0 to USB Type C. So unless you pay the $10 for one of those adapters, and in my mind, I would need to buy five of them just to make it, you know, usable wherever I go. One one for the car for Android Auto, one for upstairs by my bed, one down here. Uh, it just didn't seem um, necessary to me. So There's a pretty I, big investment is kind of what you're saying. Like if you're going to buy this phone and switch to USB Type-C, and it's going to be the same with the Nexus phones. Absolutely. It's an, it's an additional investment. Yeah, and that, that's the problem when we're talking when the standard changes so quickly. Like, there's no um, kind of a rollout. It, it just happens. It's overnight. Um, you all your adapters uh, or all your cables um, are, are worthless unless you have an adapter. So going from micro USB to USB Type C, that problem you will have, I would think, on any phone. Um, if your family doesn't have a USB Type C charger and you go over there, you won't be able to charge your phone unless you have your cable with you. And, you know, it's total first world problem, sure. But at the same time, I, I just didn't enjoy my experience with the whole Type C thing, especially since, you know, it's uh, it's 2.0. It's just reshaped. Same thing on the Nexus phone. So, I'm you know, I would kind of complain about that, too. Like, there's no fast data transfer Again, there's no fast charging. Snapdragon 810, the phone is completely capable of it. For some reason, they just said, nope. Like, they just threw their hands up and said, you know what, screw it. We're not yeah, even so, building on the NFC. So. so I would argue, with, well, with you, is that um, in the Nexus phones, 
it, it's worth the investment to go buy adapters and additional charges and all that because you get fast charging with, with one plus two, it, they just did it to do it. And there's no benefit to no it. Benefit. Like you said, there's no fast data transfer, but not only that, there's not even fast charging. So they switched it on you and are making you now go buy adapters and all these other chargers to use a charger that there's no benefit other than you can flip it either way. And, and look like flipping a cable either way is, Sure, that's that's a nice little benefit, but I need much more than that. And even if it's just fast charging, I think that makes it worth it. OnePlus failed there. They they did it just to say we're the first to do it, and then they left out anything that actually makes it worth it. So. Yeah, any real benefit? And I mean, the phone charges ridiculously slow. Coming from you know all of the phones this year have had fast charging or wireless charging, and this phone features none of that. I felt like I was back in the day uh, when it took you know, hours to charge a phone. And, and that, and that to me is a real problem. Yeah. But so, so overall I, the I phone. Should, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, I should have put that section in the somewhere in the middle because one day in the future, USB type C will be fantastic and everyone's going to have it. And this problem won't exist. But right now when you're an early adopter and you've got to be the one to invest in getting adapters and all that, and sort of revamping your entire cable lineup and buying everything you have already, uh, it's sort of a pain. Overall opinion of the phone is uh, I would not recommend it. There's no point in buying it unless you just want a cheaper phone. Like the camera doesn't offer anything special. The display does not offer anything special. Build quality, nothing special. I mean, just get something else. I mean, really get a, get a Nexus, get a Moto X peer. I mean, they have way better displays, better cameras, NFC, uh, mobile payments. I mean, they're they're at least future proof. Yeah. I mean, the OnePlus Two will not last 2016. I mean, to even call it a 2016 flagship, they should be sued for false advertisement. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I've talked about this. I don't know how many times that I'm super disappointed in the fact that this phone is just kind of what it is. Because I, as we all know, I was a huge OnePlus One fan, and so wanted yeah. to love this phone. And I like just you talking about it and seeing even other reviews too. It just it's not a phone I really. I really care about. I'd, I mean, like you said, buy a, a Moto X Peer Edition. It's it's a better overall experience. Um, and then obviously we have Nexus phones now. I mean, there's so many other insanely good phones, and a lot of them are pretty damn reasonably priced these days. That I just it does. You, you could buy a Galaxy S6 mm-hmm. on eBay for four twenty nine. It's forty bucks more than a OnePlus Two, and you should take that every single day over OnePlus Two. Like save up gas money for a week. And then go buy that over the OnePlus Two. So, yeah, yeah, way better camera, way better display. I mean, so. Samsung Pay and Android <laughs> Pay both. Like it's, yeah. Anyways, yeah. so so OnePlus Two review. You're just kind of saying, eh. Yeah, totally. Eh. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I mean, the software didn't really bring anything that shocked me. Oxygen OS this is the first time it's not running Cyanogen. It's running Oxygen OS, and really. It offers nothing cool in the software thing. It's all just little customization tweaks. I really think they dropped the ball on that too. Um, I had some bugs. Uh, the, the home button, you know, the like the capacitive home button, which isn't even really a home button, just kind of the experience sucked because you had no idea if you pressed it hard enough. Uh, for anyone who doesn't like know, touchpad almost, yeah. Yeah, it's like a touchpad. For anyone who doesn't know, the the OnePlus Two's home button is not like a physical button you click down. It's just like a touchpad. Mm-hmm. So the experience was just no good. And I mean, again, this is my opinion. Every and everyone's opinion is different. 
thank God we live in America and uh, I have a right to speak. Mine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you go uh, away you know, one plus. And there's still an invite better, system. Better so if you're on the list, oh, yeah. you're still waiting for your invite anyway. So you've got time. I totally forgot <laughs> about that. You're right. So you can't even buy this if you wanted to. It's just... What a, yeah. it's, it's just a mess of a year. Like this is OnePlus's year to fix all of the stuff they screwed up with last year. And it, in a lot of ways, it's worse. It's a, a phone that's not as, as good as last year's overall experience. They cut things where they shouldn't have cut and you still can't buy it, even though they told us like, you're going to be able to buy it. So 30 to 50 times easier to purchase. <clears throat> yeah, oh, not, shit. Not good. <laughs> all right. Uh, I have a gear S2. Yeah, uh, it's available now. You can go to Best Buy and buy these things. Pretty much only in the black. Pretty much only in the black. The white version and the classic are still a few weeks out, from what I can tell. Uh, so far, like I like this watch, and I didn't think I would because I all the other Samsung watches have all been garbage. But this thing, it's a nice like forty-two millimeter size. I like the rotating bezel. So far, it's actually handling notifications quite well from my Moto X Peer Edition because yes, it works with all Android devices. I like it, dude. I think what I like so far the most is all of the watch faces that you can customize to actually your liking and make them look great. Um, I still think it has way too much stuff going on, like all this app integration and crap. I don't know that I need any of that. I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll have obviously lots more on this later, but so far, I'm, I'm like, liking it. I'm like so freaking shocked to hear you say that you like this Tyson-powered watch. I mean, I like, I almost felt... Uh, for anyone who wants a behind-the-scenes look, like I thought me and Kellen were going to go fisticuffs the other day because he was saying like we needed to review the S2, the Gear S2, and I was like, what? Why? Like it, It's Tizen. Like, isn't this thing a piece of shit? Sorry. But, <laughs> but he's like, no, nah, man. These watches matter. And I said, what? They matter. But, uh, yeah, apparently he really likes it. So we're going to let him just run with it. Although I think it's total BS. Like We didn't know that the S2 Classic and the white model – of the S2 were going to launch at different times. What What's up with that? I mean, was that known or? No, I think we thought everything was kind of going to be ready, but they kind of out of nowhere announced this week, all of a sudden that S Gear S2 is available on Friday and all of a sudden the black one was. So I think they almost kind of rushed it. Like they mm-hmm. made all the black ones and they're like, we might as well start selling them. And then the other ones are coming later. Cause if you go on Samsung's website, uh, the classic and the white version are three to four week. Uh, oh, delivery times and the black one is available now and the same thing at best buy you can i think you can maybe pre-order the other ones but in store you can get the black version so i mean the white one actually looks kind of cool like i like the idea like if i was going to use this device say not to um like i don't like the classic like the metal look i don't really care for that design but this plaz the silicone one looks good if i was going to go out for a run i wanted to use s health or something um yeah, it seems like a nice little device but i kind of like the moto 360 active um, of oh, the sport oh the sport yeah. i mean that one looks kind of sweet too so yeah kind of similar design for sure yeah it's nice to have different watches for different you know i mean even real timepiece collectors know that you should have a solid collection of watches for you know e- each day of the week or whatever it is you're doing some sporty if i'm out on the yacht I'm going to want the, like a, a tweed band and not like metal for salt water. It might get all rusty and stuff. So yeah. So there's that. So I'm yeah, looking so, forward to your review. That's all. Yeah, I was, and I'm, I'm actually excited to show everyone like the watch face stuff I was talking about and then the software tour because it's totally different than Android wear. So we'll get into it next week though, for sure. We got lots more to go through. 
And Android Wear is kind of boring, I should yeah, say. I mean, it's just it like is. a notification jukebox. <laughs> like, kind of like yeah. what you say about the iPad or whatever. It is kind of, yes. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Android Wear watches, Tag Heuer is going to unveil their official Android Wear watch on November 9th, and it costs $1,800. That's confirmed. Their CEO said $1,800. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I, I don't know if anyone's going to spend that, but they might. Uh, so... LG this week announced their new phone, the LG V10. And apologies that we weren't at the event. First of all, uh, it was Nexus event or LG event. And we said, we're doing Nexus event. Uh, So we didn't make the LG event. Sorry about that. We'll have it in hand shortly. Don't worry. Uh, So the V10, new flagship phone to end the year for LG, 5.7 inch quad HD LCD. Has a dual display, like this little mini ticker kind of display up top. Still has a Snapdragon 808, which is odd. 4 gig RAM, 64 gig storage with micro SD, the same 16 megapixel f1.8 camera that's in the G4. There's dual front cameras on the front, which is weird, but whatever. Removable 3000 milliamp hour battery, 5.1.1, LG's terrible skin. Uh, it, has, it also has all this, it has Dura, a DuraGuard steel frame and a Dura skin back. So you can apparently drop this thing all you want and you're not going to break it. As hi fi audio. It also has, oh, manual video mode. So you can shoot professional videos if you want on it. And it launches this month in Korea and then we'll come to the US shortly after that. And ATT, T Mobile, and Verizon have all confirmed. And uh, this is another thing people are mad at me about. Why do you hate this phone so much? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't even hate this phone. So I actually kind of like the look of it, to be honest. Um, the all black one is actually kind of cool. So I I was kind of snarky and sarcastic in like the post I wrote up about it. And uh, people got offended by that. Uh, basically, here, here's my thought here. I, I've been doing this for quite a while now. I think we've been alive as a website for almost six years um, mm. and so I like, I kind of, when I see things, I can kind of, I can kind of tell like, yeah, that's kind of gimmicky or I don't know that this is anything anyone really gives a shit about. And this is a phone that seems to be filled with stuff that really small groups of people care about. So don't get me wrong. Like the overall package, it's going to be a nice smartphone. I, I don't know that I ever said like this far, smartphone sucks. What I said was, is you don't sell smartphones by introducing ticker displays that Samsung's tried twice to do basically and failed miserably. So like, that's not innovating. And so like, yeah, I poked fun at that. Um, You know, manual video camera mode, you don't sell phones on a manual video mode because there's not that many professional videographers out there. Okay. Dual front facing selfie cameras. Yeah, sure. We all like to take selfies apparently now, but like, like that's not like a selling feature. So I don't, I don't know. And the, the DuraGuard stuff though, don't get me wrong. Drop testing phones and making sure your phone can last through that stuff is actually a pretty big deal. But I, I wasn't meaning to just completely shut this phone down. It just screams like, Hey, look at all these gimmicks. When I think LG should be focusing on the overall experience and ditching that shitty skin they have or fine tuning it like Samsung's done maybe even refining their smartphone designs a little bit. Cause not that LG phones are ugly, but they're not the best looking phones. Uh, I don't know. I just, 
everyone got mad at me as if I just like complete trash on this. And I'm not, I just don't know that I'm fully taking this phone seriously because in a year, no one's going to remember the LG V10. Yeah, really. I think they just got upset over nothing. Cause really you just said it comes with a lot of stuff and things, which it does. You didn't actually speak ill of the device or any of its features. I think people just took it that way. Like, yeah, they didn't like what I said. It's all just stuff and things. It's not very professional, but (laughs) no, I'm I'm sorry. I loved it. I thought it was a great write-up. I mean, really, it's just a bunch of stuff and things. I mean, that's all anything ever is. So, you know, why people get personal over smartphones, I don't know. Don't know. Because brand loyalty uh, is such a huge issue these days. And my, Like I said earlier, my list of things that I'm biased towards is growing by the day. Like, you can add Nexus, Motorola, and Samsung, apparently all on that list now. I'm sure somebody else will be there. Like, cause I'm going to have a Sony Z5 compact pretty soon. Oh, you, you can add, you can add Sony to the list. Probably I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think it actually looks cooler now that we've seen it in a, a few different colors. I still think the secondary display ticker display is retarded. Like it, it looks stupid. Um, I think what it does is stupid. That's just my opinion. Um, cause like you said, we've seen it. Um, S6 edge note edge, all these other, like Continuum, uh, other phones that just sort of, like, don't really work for how I think the company thinks they want it to. And uh, you have to go out of your way to use it. Like, And like I said, I'm not going to conform just so I can use this feature. So, yeah. well, It has uh, a fingerprint sensor. It does have a fingerprint sensor. You know, I mean, the, the, the aesthetic of the phone actually looks kind of good. Um, I like the white and gold one or whatever. Like, you know, for some reason, I'm like in this like gold phase right now. And yeah, I just need to get out of that, dude. No, I like the different looks. I mean, you're lucky that the 6P was only available in gold for Japan or else I would have had to get that one. No, I know. Ron was the same way. He's like, that gold. That gold. <laughs> well, yeah, we're all just thanks to the rose gold from the pink gold from Apple. We all need the rose gold, so. Yeah, it's a cool looking phone, but then again, it does come with LG Scan, which is by far the worst. Yeah, the worst. And uh, they upgraded to the worst for sure. It's got some cool features, but then again, rolling updates. It's yeah. Who who I, has time to mess with a manual video mode? Like no one's messing with that stuff. And look, I don't have any problem with LG. I just I'm calling this phone what it is. It's a, it's an it's a it's a forgettable phone. Sorry. It'll be a good phone for a few people, the people that buy it, but I just don't. It's This is not one of those that in five years we're going to be talking about. Like the Galaxy S6, we'll be talking about that phone in years because it's the it's the year, you know, Samsung redid everything. Yeah. Yes, like those are things like you remember, like the Moto X, the original Moto X, like you remember things like that. This phone, we're just, it's, we're not going to remember it. We're probably going to laugh at like the ticker thing, fortunately. Well, we're just not even going to talk about it. I mean, I should have one Monday, I think, actually. So I'll give you my my first impressions Monday. Well, that's cool. Um, Yeah. yeah, Other than that, um, try not to take things too personal, folks. I mean, we're just we're a blog writing about smartphones. I mean, who cares what we think? I'm I'm glad you do, but at the same time, our our opinion is just our opinion. You know, the other thing too is. we appreciate the fact that everyone is like open with us and will tell us when they think we're being dicks and like that our opinion sucks. I fully embrace. And I I would, I would hope that you guys would tell me if I write a piece and you think my opinion sucks. I I (laughs) I fully embrace that. And I'm glad because we can have conversations about this stuff. Like my opinion and Tim's opinion is not like the end of it all. Like when we say something like you should have a different opinion, like that's totally awesome. And that's what makes the site great. So 
Yeah, that's why we allow Ron to speak so much and write his opinions, because it really sparks a conversation. Because it yeah. seems like everyone differs from Ron's opinion. So <laughs> it's really great. True. Uh, yeah. So look, we'll get the phone and we're going to review it and we give it a fair review just like we do every <laughs> single thing we review. So don't worry. Uh, and yeah, I'm pretty sure I should have one Monday. So I will uh, I will get my dual, dual display fingers ready. Nice. Uh, let's see. LG also announced a watch urbane with LTE. Now this, can I just completely dump all over this phone and not feel bad about it? Cause we don't need LTE and watches. We don't, we just actually, people seem pretty excited about this too. So I should probably be careful. It's got LTE yeah. and it's huge. This watch is huge. It's like a 45 and a half millimeter case. <laughs> it has a 500 and something million hour battery. So it is, th- it's like 14 millimeters thick. That's like two Samsung phones, like st- stacked on each other strapped on your wrist it's crazy as lte though maybe that's the future and we'll get there so that that's happening um i think it's cool that you can leave the house without the phone like i'm sorry although it really didn't make sense the way they did that commercial was like i gotta have my hands free all day yet your hand is now up by your face looking like dick tracy and it just seemed really odd there could be a time where there's a future yeah. There, yeah, there could be a time when there's a feature where you probably could walk around with a watch. I think the reason I'm super skeptical is just because Android Wear is not ready to just be your only device for the day. It's just not. So, uh, like Sam, what Samsung's doing with the Gear line, like the S2, like it's a it's a full blown operating system. You know, like Apple's Apple Watch. So if they put a GPS and a SIM slot, well, there is a Gear S2 version actually that has. Uh, mobile connectivity. There's a chance you could get away with it there because people are building apps specifically for the Gear S2. Android Wear, though, I don't, I don't know that we're really there. I don't know that Google wants to be there. Like, I don't know that Google <laughs> designed Android Wear to be a phone replacement, which is what LG is trying to do. So it's a little confusing. Anyway, uh, oh, quickly, HTC event. What's I, I missed this. I think I was in San Francisco when HTC announced this thing. What's going on there? Yeah, October 20th. It's going down. HTC is hosting a virtual event uh, in New York City, and they will announce the all-new One device, which we believe is the One A9. It is a mid-range device, quote-unquote yeah. mid-range. Um, that's really all we know so far. We can't confirm that it's the One A9, but that's just the one that we believe it is. Um, I'm pulling up the specs right now for the One A9, or at least the reported specs. We're looking at a 5-inch AMOLED display, Snapdragon 617. Sorry? The iPhone clone. Yes, iPhone clone, as Kenlin likes to say, and then everyone disagrees and hates on Kenlin. Uh, 617 processor, 2 gigs of RAM, micro SD card slot, a 2150 milliamp hour battery, 13 megapixel rear facing camera, and an ultra pixel front facing camera. Apparently, so uh, the big thing is that HTC says that this device will be running Marshmallow out of the box. That's a big deal because Marshmallow is supposed to launch for Nexus devices next week. So if HTC already has a device coming out that's running Marshmallow, uh, that's a big deal. However, I will say the event is being hosted on October 20th, which means the device may not even be available until November, which I believe the, the last rumor was is that we should see the device in November. So virtual event, I don't know if it's going to be as cool as OnePlus, OnePlus's virtual reality event, which absolutely sucked. <laughs> but I'm sorry, OnePlus, you make it so easy. Yeah. Um, so who knows what a virtual event is? Um, 
I do know that a Title X concert is being hosted by HTC or being sponsored by HTC to celebrate the one device. Um, well, you can't talk about anything about this event, can you? No, I can't talk about the time or anything. I can okay. say it's a virtual event. That's all you need to know. Exactly. So, well, people, I mean, it's a public thing that there is a concert, but we don't know the time, anything I else. think. Yeah. So okay. don't even ask. Um, <laughs> and that's about it. So, uh, October 20th, October 20th in New York city. Um, I'll be in New York around that time for some, for something. And so other I'm than that, New York that day. Yeah. I will just, I just happen to be there. Good I have chance. business. Yeah. I'll be hanging out with some peeps. Kanye. <laughs> We're going to go uh, shoe shopping. Kanye and I will go shoe shopping. Um, yeah, Tim and Weezy. Tato and Weezy. It's a new show, Tato and Weezy. That'd be great. He does some really dope stuff. <laughs> but, um, yep, so we're expecting 1A9. I mean, really, uh, Snapdragon 617, we can't really be expecting all that much from this. No. So, it's going to be cheap. Oh, God, it's got to be cheap. Yeah. So we'll see. If anyone's uh, excited, feel free to let us know. Yeah, this show is running long. Okay, T-Mobile data breach. Uh, T-Mobile announced yesterday that they use Experion through for all of their background checks and everything when you sign up for service and they run your uh, basically run everything about you. And Experion got hacked, a uh, security breach, and up to 15 million customers of T-Mobile from September 1st, 2013 through September 16th, 2015 were affected, which is a lot of people. They got a hold of full name, address, birth date. And then there was also this encrypted file that had your social security number and ID numbers like driver's licenses. And they breached that as well. Nice encryption experience. And so they're offering free protect my ID service, which is offered free through Experion, who just got hacked. Anyways, it sucks. And I think you and I are both a part of this. Like we were both customers during that time. So Absolutely. I mean, really, September 2013 through 2015, pretty much anyone who became a customer of T-Mobile because of Uncarrier um, and had to get a credit check is affected by this. So Experian is offering Protect My ID service for two years for free, where you have to give them your social security number again so they can protect your identity, which is some BS. Because you already gave your identity to them and you expected them to keep it safe and now they want it again. Yeah, so, I'm supposed to trust them again. It's absolutely. I'm I'm actually mad about this one. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is Experian we're talking about. This is like a, a top credit bureau in America. And then I don't know if you saw, but during the show, uh, Scott Trade just announced that they had a massive data breach. Oh, so great. Yeah. So anyone who got a home loan or whoever, <laughs> that'll be good for you. It just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Samsung Pay has officially launched. If you own a Galaxy S6, 6 Edge, 6 Edge Plus, or Note 5, you can use Samsung Pay in the U.S., unless you're on Verizon, of course. Uh, although we think maybe Verizon Sports coming, a Samsung Pay GM or something was talking about it, and we think he's full of it, but it could happen. So if you haven't used Samsung Pay, it's actually pretty awesome. So if you have a supported device, I would start using it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I will say, just so no one thinks that we're trying to hide something, it was announced, and this is via Rolling Stone, is that a um, the Title X 1020 concert is going on, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Prince, and it is, uh, it's produced in conjunction with um, HTC. Mm-hmm. So, And that that is out That's there. Public That's public info. information. So I didn't... Tim will, Tim will be there hanging out, probably. I might be there. So it might, might be there. 
Something like that. What up, Jay? Jay, Weezy. Yeah. Is Prince really going to be at that? That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess if I was younger, I liked um, his music when I was a kid. For some reason, I like I loved '80s music, so that's cool. But now Prince in 2015, I don't know if I care so Still much. Still legit, dude. Still legit. I don't know why you don't want to go. I mean, I I know you love Beyonce and Jay Z, but <laughs> so much. I know but my I girlfriend is very jealous of me. I told her I was like, oh, I might see Beyonce it's at some concert. It's a pretty yeah. big one. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Uh, all right. So finally, Amazon is cutting off all sales of the Apple TV and Chromecast starting soon, and they're not going to sell the new Chromecast or the new Apple TV because they want you to buy the Fire TV and Fire TV Stick. And people are pissed. I'm actually kind of mad because I buy everything off of Amazon if I can. And the fact that they're not selling those is kind of crappy. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's kind of it, I think, for the day. Do you have anything else to talk about? We don't really have time for apps and stuff. Not that there's any new apps anyway, is there? Uh, No, not really. Besides the new Chromecast app that got updated. Um, yeah. Nothing too new going on. Uh. Yeah, anyone who says I struggle with identity issues needs to know that I lived in Oakland and San Francisco in the Yay area for many years, and I can throw up West Side. It's totally fine. Uh, yeah, this is true. Yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, I don't know anything else though. Uh, Huawei watch review probably next week. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Nexus to show up in the next week. Gear S two review soon. I feel like there's so much more going on, but I think that's about it. Well, that was a lot, dude. That was that's like an hour and a half show. Yeah, so that was, a, that was a long one. All right, cool. Well, yeah, if we don't have anything else, thanks for joining us, everyone. This was uh, Droid Life episode 95. We're getting so close to 100. It's going to be a special show. It'll have to be somehow. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us again. Have a safe weekend, everyone. We're Droid Life. Peace. Peace.